Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. We're still alive and kicking. Um, Chivas has finally made some changes, so we finally decided to pot about it. With me tonight, Luis, what's up, man? Yeah, what's going on, man? I, can't, I mean, we can't confirm if Rigo and, and, and Flo are alive, <laughs> but we're alive. <laughs> hey, I've seen Rigo posting Ya Comieron Pobres every other day on, on Instagram, so I'm, I'm, I can confirm he's alive. Can't confirm Flow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they still watch Chivas. That 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 we don't know. I'm pretty sure they gave up on them. Nah, I talked to Rigo. When was it? I was at Rigo Sunday and I asked him, did you watch the game? He goes like, he's like, I fell asleep before halftime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch. right now, these are the Chivas you want to watch, man. The new, the new and improved Chivas, the... Uh... The Ricky Chain Gang Chivas. That's who you want to watch. Yeah, this is this is the time you shouldn't be falling asleep early. I told him that you got. I was like, yo, this is actually a fun match to watch. There were three matches in one week though, so I can see why Rigo was exhausted. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna see because we're gonna we're going to the tomorrow. Well, I guess when you guys hear it today, it will be the Mexico Guatemala game. We're going to the game, so let's see how he does in a live game. <laughs> hey, you won't have Tata there. He can't travel with the team. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to see uh, the Arsenal boy, Marcelo Flores. Yeah, man. We're finally going to see him. I hope, like, because um, that's the last time they called him and they barely even played him. I hope they, they at least start him and give him, like, a lot of minutes. I hate when they, they have to players play him. Come, yeah, I hate when these players come from, like, across the pond and, and they play, like, 20 minutes. Like, what's the point of that call? Like, for that, just let him stay at Arsenal practicing with the first team. Yeah, and the game. Yeah, Arsenal gave him permission to come. Like they didn't have to let him come to the game. Yeah. So I hope he does get. You know. A I mean, hopefully he starts. To be honest. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Oh, I want a player that plays with Sociedad B or something like that. Oh yeah, that. Uh, well, he. I think he's a. He used to. He actually played for the U.S. Men's National Team. And now he's jumping over to the Mexican National Team. Yeah, him and the and the goalkeeper Ochoa. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool to see. Um, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to watch that game. Uh, <laughs> honestly, like, to me. I don't even want to go to the game. <laughs> if honestly, I don't. I think if Marcelo Flores wasn't in the call up, I, I wouldn't have gone. Even with <laughs> like we got free tickets. Even with the free tickets, I don't think I would go. <laughs> I guess not enough to make me want to go. But Marcelo Flores is going. I'm like, you know what? It'd be cool to watch him live. Yeah. I, uh, well, I don't know. I was going to say it's, it's going to be good to see him compete against like uh, first division players, but they're playing Guatemala, <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't uh, even know like what nah, what team they're calling up. I saw I saw a tweet to the replying back to the Mexican national team account that if they don't drop more than four goals on them, it's gonna be embarrassing because he said there was like pictures of the Guatemalan soccer team like sharing like a hotel room and like sleeping on the floor and stuff like that. Yeah, just I was just reading that before that because um, their coach is uh, Tena. Oh shit, they're, Tena! Yeah, from, yeah, Tena's uh, a- from. She was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was a coach, and, oh, and I was just reading that. Um, apparently there was there were some issues at the airport in Houston. Yeah. So they were like forced to sleep on the floor. Yeah. Um, like... Yeah. So they're they're not even coming in like they're coming in tired, exhausted, <laughs> sleeping on the floor. So they got they 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 got to win by a couple of goals. Got to drop a couple on them. It's gonna be sad though that none of the time won't be there, but it is what it is. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast, but um. Luis, I know you were uh, 
a Leonio guy or or you were mad that Leonio wasn't getting the credit that he deserved. He's no longer with the team. He had us in the mud. He could not win. I think he won like what two games with Chivas this in the season. Yeah, it was like two or three, something like that. Yeah, something it was like that. All nah, right, so I don't think he not, now you can say well, why. Not the credit that he wasn't getting. I feel like he was getting too much of the slack. Too much, too much of the slack. So I just thought that, especially where, where we were coming from, when you think about the previous coaches that we've had and how defensive the team, not just how defensive, like how inept the team was, just couldn't score, couldn't create offense. Um, I just thought that Leonio was getting too, he was just catching too much shit for trying to at least bring an attractive or an offensive style, which at times he did. At, at times it was an offensive style. And at times, sure, maybe he made stupid decisions as far as substitutions go um, that ended up costing the team points. But I just I, – I never thought he was as bad as people made it seem. Yeah, I think what got him in trouble a lot was that he talked – he used to talk a lot. Talked a big game? And Yeah, he talked a big game and he wasn't getting the results. And then – in his press conferences, he kept his go his go to was like, "Well, if that game would have had X more amount of minutes, you know, we would have we would have tied or we would have won." And I'm like, every other every other game, he was saying the same thing. And I'm just like, bro, like you got to take accountability or just admit that it didn't work today. But um, yeah, I mean, we had flashes of uh, what were they calling it? Football champagne and. <laughs> The team looked good at times, you know. We just couldn't put a 90-minute game together. Um, like, one of the standout games on the Leaño was the uh, the Chivas-Puebla game, where I think Puebla came in as, like, super leader. And everybody expected Chivas to get destroyed. And, you know, in the first half, we go up 2-0. And then the second half, it just went to, to shit. And Chivas loses, I believe, 4-2 or 3-2. And, you know, that's like a a big thing on Leonio and Leonio got the blame for that. And I think it was his fault because I, I don't think he he adjusted properly. I think he expected Puebla to go all out and kind of counted on counterattacking. And uh, the Puebla coach just kind of didn't do that and it cost us. But I don't know. I also think we had like a lot of individual and like uh, mental errors that cost the team points. Um, you know, we couldn't keep a lead. We lost points to Toluca Atlas in the last couple of minutes of those games we lost a game against we lost a game against Leon I think in the last five minutes of the game I think it was 2-2 they end up winning 3-2 so there's a lot of like individual errors a lot of like players doing things that kind of cost the team so I don't think I don't think you can put all that on a coach no, I don't think he can I think I think he has definitely gets some of the blame he gets the blame for any substitutions that he makes um, I do kind of now that I think about it, especially with with COVID and everything. When they when they introduced the more substitutions, I feel like for a team or even a league like Max or Chivas, it doesn't really help to have that many subs because I don't think the roster is as deep as as like a European club would be. Um, so maybe some of the substitutions he would make were off. Um, some of the players maybe that he was starting that we didn't like that he was starting, but under Cadena, there's still st- some of the players are still starting like Sergio Flores. Um, so yeah, it's 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 tough. I just don't think I felt like he was just getting shitted on way too much, and I don't think he. And I think people forgot what we had before we had Leonio. I think yeah. we went through a pre, we went through a point of like six, seven coaches since I made that left, where it was just bad. It was really bad offensively, um, and the coaches had like no no answers for it at all. 
Yeah, something else he, that he caught a lot of slack for was that we would start a lot of the we well most of the games we would start without a pure striker on the field. We kind of started with a false nine, kind of like the uh, the Pep Guardiola way. But obviously, we're not Man City or have the a Man City like roster to kind of implement that kind of system. Yeah, I mean, I've always like I, I've always said like I've always been a fan of Vega playing at striker, um, I, especially when you have Saldiva as like the other option. I never thought. He was ever really gonna work out, um, but under Cadena, don't don't they still play without a, a true number nine? Yeah, I was about to say that, but I I just don't think we have one. Like, who no, do we, we have? Don't. We don't. Bro, Saldiva is, is not good. Terrible. <laughs> he so. needs to be let go immediately, man. Like he, man, the misses he has, it's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But yeah, we don't have a striker. We don't we don't we don't have a true number nine. Where I think. But I, but I think when you build a team, especially when you, when you see the team play this previous weekend against Pumas, and you start making and you you, you utilize the speed that the team has and and you make the right passes going forward. I remember it was like a year ago, or maybe I forgot when, but it was there was one time where um we had what's his name from Telemundo. I'm forgetting his name. Carlos. And <laughs> Carlos, Jorge. sorry, Carlos. Yeah. I'm, just slipped my mind real quick. Uh, and he, one of the things he criticized about Nene Beltran was too much passing the ball backwards or, or just side to side and not enough not enough vertical plays, plays down the field. And I think that's one of the things maybe you start seeing under Leaño and you start and you see it with Cadena, is it, especially from Beltran and other players, is you see more vertical attacks, more plays down the field and utilizing the speed of the players. And I think, and I think we, sure, do we miss a true number nine? We do, but I think you can still win without a true number nine. Yeah, I think, well, I mean, Cadena's proved it, right? We've started three games without a nine, and we've won three games in a row. But, um, yeah, just we don't we don't have a nine. We have Saldivar. JJ Macias isn't healthy. He, he keeps getting injured. That's why he hasn't played these last couple of games, and they're expecting him to be back for the Nicaxa game. We'll see how that goes on Friday. And then, like, your other striker options, like Cesar Huerta and... Bro, Cesar Huerta <laughs> should not be getting any minutes on Is Chile he a number either. nine? I don't even know if he's a number nine. I don't know what position he is, to be honest. I feel he, like I've seen him play all over the field. He plays everywhere, but he's like a, you know, you can't find the spot for him because he's not good enough to play at any position. No, nah, but when uh, you watch, for example, when you watch this past weekend, do you see a team that's like, wow, they cannot win? Obviously, they're winning, but you say they cannot win a championship or they cannot win in the playoffs because they don't have a number nine. No, I see a team that, that still has enough talent to win without a number nine. Yeah, you still have players I mean, like Vega and Alvarado and Angulo that can make plays. No, yeah, for sure. I think if they're clicking, I think we have a, a shot against anybody. But I know you mentioned you wanted to see Vega playing as a striker, and they've kind of given him that chance. But um, it, it seems like he sways to the left wing now. He doesn't really enjoy, I think, playing down the middle. <laughs> well, he likes the freedom of receiving the ball and yeah, like, with somewhat without a defender right on him, you know. But, he receives the ball and has plenty of space to, and he get not just space, but you're able to see and you're able to look and have the vision to then create your play. Uh, whereas if you're playing striker and you have a center back right on you, you're playing your back to the goal and you have like little time to control and turn the ball, turn around with the ball. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think the Vega striker experiment, I think I don't think it's gonna work. No, I think they've turned them into a left wing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think even on the on the Mexican national team, that's where he plays, and that's where he plays well for them. So I think 
I think Vega at striker is not an option anymore. I know they've done Piojo Alvarado as a false nine playing in front of Vega. And um, it's, it's all right. Like, I don't think Cadena's done it much. But um, with, like, the new system that they've implemented, Alvarado's kind of been taken off, too, as, as a as one of our better signings in the past X amount of years because we don't have very uh, many good signings. We have signings, but none of them actually end up panning out for the most part. Nah, he's actually playing well, and I think one of the things we talked about when we signed him was, as opposed to on doing that, was maybe he would be a player that you can maybe tr- be more reliable. He's more reliable, or you can trust more as far as not having to worry about off the field issues and, and doing the right. You, you didn't really hear those things at Cruz Azul, so and I think I think it's showing in his play. Uh, the one thing I will say when speaking about Leano is, can we can we at least give him credit for reviving the career of Nuno Ventrana as a national team player? Oh hell yeah. It's it was it was Leaño. I mean, he's playing well on the cadena, but it was Leaño who I don't know what they I don't know what they spoke about what they did with him, but they turned him into a completely different player. He just seems more aggressive now, as uh, attacking offensively aggressive. He's like a he's a field general now, bro. The other day, yeah. um, I think it was against Pumas before he got hurt. There was like a two minute, um, like he was had the ball for like two minutes, but. Everybody kept looking at Nene, and Nene was, like, pointing, like, where to pass the ball to all his teammates. And all his teammates kind of, like, when they received the ball, they would look at Nene. And Nene Valdran would just point at the direction where they needed to pass the ball or, like, give it to me. And then Nene passes it off real quick. But he was just, like, controlling the whole field. And that we didn't see from him before. And that has to go. That has to be a credit to Leaño, I think. And, I mean, of course, Cadena. But uh, Leaño revived Nene Valdran's career because... Bucetich had him a race, like was not playing him at all. Yeah, and and a lot of the blame was on the whole. There was a time where we thought he, it was still COVID effects and this and that. But when you watch him play, it's clear that I think even when he even like sometimes he would get a few minutes in the Bucetich and and you would see the talent, and you were like, man, just give this guy a chance, give this guy a chance. And I, I'm I'm glad that he got it with Leano and Leano trusted him. Uh, because I think there was a point where we were probably worried about him maybe leaving, but yep. I don't think we have to worry about that anymore. There were those rumors, like strong rumors, that Tigres was going to take him at one nah, point. Nah, Carlos definitely came on the podcast one time and said <laughs> he's not making it through the transfer window. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they recently, Chivas actually recently had a Twitter space with Beltran on it. and um, Oh yeah, I did, I did see that. That's right. Yeah, fans yeah. were asking him, a couple of fans asked him, um, how he dealt with, you know, being a race off the team and how he kind of, like, kept his spirits up to make it to where he is right now and, like, actually have, like, a revival in his career. Mm-hmm. And um, I, he was, like, you know, it's just all about mentality and he didn't really throw any shade towards, like, boosted teacher or anything. You know, he was just saying, you know, some coaches want one thing and other coaches want another thing. It's like, but the important thing is that he now he's, like, now I'm a... I'm a starter, and every time I'm out there, I'm going to give it my all. So, you know, I think he, if he survived Bucetich and, now, you know, Leaño did what he did, and now under Cadena, if he can stay healthy, Beltran's going to be a problem, and I think he can make a last-minute push for the World Cup roster like he did for the Olympics. I mean, when I look at midfielders in Mexico, I see very few midfielders that are playing better than him right now. Um, and maybe, look, maybe it was Bucetich, because I remember Carlos said that um, – that was to teach preferred his his center his midfielders to be more vertical in attacking rather than just go side to side or back to, and maybe that 
maybe that's what pushed him to be a better player. So maybe it was Vucetich or in what he wanted. Um, and then he just got the ability to play under under Leano. And man, I just love watching him play now. Who were but who were Vucetich's midfielders? It was Molina. It was and... Molina. And he, and that's that's when and like Lalo, Sergio Lalo Flores, Torres, Lalo Sergio Flores, Flores got yeah. called up. Yeah, they were. I think Lalo Torres. I think Lalo Torres was a bit more vertical with he the was. ball. Um, and I think Sergio Flores. I don't know, not so much. And I think, and I think when you look at maybe the best game Chivas has had is when <laughs> Sergio Flores was not on the field this season. <laughs> it was Lalo, Lalo Beltran and um, oh, what game was it? Was it the first? What was the first game? Um, Cruz Azul. I think Sergio Flores actually had a good game against Cruz Azul. Nah, but the best we've seen Chivas, I think, was this past week. Oh, against Pumas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, in a it's, while. it's when you had Lalo Torres, you had Nene Beltran, which I think is a midfield we wanted to see for for a long, long time, no? Yeah. Uh, we just haven't, and I'm sure Sergio Flores will probably start again because some some coaches just have their players that they like. I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a Guardiola fan. I'm a Guardiola fan, so I love watching Man City. And as much as I hate Fernandinho, he starts him. He starts him. He uses him. Shit, today he used him at right back, and it cost him a goal. And it's like, and you would think, like, how can this brilliant coach play this slow old midfielder at right back? But he has his reasons for it. And I think there's always those. Co- there's always going to be those coaches that have their players that they just like. Yeah. And for as much as like as a fan, we hate to watch them play. Like, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, Molina survived what, like a bunch of coaches, and never, never lost a spot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's yeah. going to be Flores, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think he had a he had a decent game. I think against Cruz Azul. I don't. I think he got hurt against Cholo, so maybe he didn't play that much against them. But I remember because um, you know, I'm in the Discord every when that whenever Chivas plays because a lot of people are in there now. And um, I was like, is is it me or is like Flores actually having a good game today? And everyone's like, it's true. Like, <laughs> we have to admit it. Like, he's actually playing well. Like, what's going on? And, um, but yeah, that's like, we'll see when he comes back. Because I don't know. I haven't read anything on the timetable for his uh, injury or recovery. I thought I read that he's practicing again. Oh, is he? I feel like I read that he's practicing. I can't remember if it was him or Jay. Or Jay. See, I, I was reading an article and I saw JJ Macias and I saw both their names. I think they both might be practicing again. I don't know if they'll be ready for for the weekend, but I think they're starting to practice. Soon. All right, so we'll see what happens then. Um, all right, so we talk about Leano. I guess we can move on to contract uh, issues that are going on at Chivas right now. There are two players at Chivas that whose contracts are kind of up in the air. One of them, Raúl Godinho, goalkeeper. Lost his starting position to Watcho Jimenez and hasn't gotten it back. And I don't think he will because um, Watcho hasn't really let the team down. And so, Why is that playing well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we've had this guy the whole time. <laughs> I don't know about well. Like, nah, he's like, not uh, playing. He, yo, he makes some good saves sometimes, though. <laughs> I think I think now he I think he's, he, he has his confidence now because at the beginning when he – Whenever they were gonna shoot at him, it looked like he was gonna about to like shit himself. Like he he looked so scared. <laughs> well, <laughs> like his I, face I would say was that's just a like position that, anxiety. Well, I would. I mean, I've never played goalie, but I would assume that's a position where confidence has to be is like real key, right? Because yeah, I mean, at this level, a lot of them have like the talent, the skill to dive, and, this and they're there for a reason. It's what separates them is probably the confidence that you have in game. 
Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think now that he has his confidence up, I think um, yeah, he's been playing well these past three games. He's had a couple of really good saves. So, but um, but yeah, Godinho's the one with the contract uh, expiring. I think at the end of the year. So if he doesn't resign or whatever by June, he'll he'll be free to leave at the end of the season. Um, there's like rumors going out there that due to him not resigning is why he got benched. Um, I, I don't believe that. I think, uh, I think Lanya was just kind of desperate for, for a change in the back because the defense for the first half of the season was water, bro. And anybody, we were leaking goals. And I think. Is that when we were giving up goals, like uh, set pieces? Yeah, everywhere. We were giving up goals everywhere, bro. Like in the first 10 minutes of games, like <laughs> off like set pieces, everything. So I think, you know, as a coach, you got to like, all right, like, let me try something. Let me try Let me try changing goalkeepers or something. And then Watcho, like, kept, like, three, like, a bunch of clean sheets in a row. So he didn't lose the position. But Goudinho, do you, would you re-sign Goudinho, Luis? No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I hope you also, I think the one reason, nah, nah. I would say the one reason you probably re-sign him is hopefully you can get money for him. But I don't think no one's going to buy him. Or pay, like, a decent amount of money for him. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody will pay like a high, a high uh, transfer fee for uh, Gudinho. And I think he has like his eyes set on MLS. Honestly, really? I think so. Yeah, because if you think about Liga MX teams that can, because also I think he wanted to get paid like double or triple what he gets paid at Chivas right now. If you think Yo, about, is he crazy? <laughs> he got benched and he wants to get paid triple. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> imagine getting if, fired from a job and coming like and applying like a week later <laughs> and asking for and asking for more money. <laughs> yeah, if you look at Liga MX teams that can afford to pay a goalkeeper, that I don't think he can walk on to any team and be a starter. I don't think I, an MLS team would do. It. I don't even think they're that stupid anymore. I, I think MLS team will do it. I think like Paying a, double or triple, nah. But they whatever they get paid, it's probably better than what he gets paid at Chivas, anyways. Maybe because the salaries in Liga MX compared to like the base salary in the MLS, I think they're kind of probably on par, unless you're at like one of the top three, four clubs in Mexico. Yeah. So yeah, I think, and you get like the better uh, lifestyle. You get a reliable like league where they don't pull like random fucking shenanigans every other week. Where they have to pay you. Or you yeah, don't have to worry about your paycheck where, or not. Yeah, where there are rules, like <laughs> like laws and stuff to protect you as a player. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Gudinho's gone. I don't think, you know, he even lost his starting position to Tonio Rodriguez at one point. So, like, you got to go, man. I think yeah, pull yeah, up, it's time. Pull up the kid from Tapatio, uh, Tala, Rangel, and then see what, let, let Watcho hold it down for a while, you know, if. If a free agent comes along, I think there's rumors of uh, Talavera being a free agent at the end of the season. He could possibly be a, a signing for Chivas. If not, just keep keep watching and then bring up the kid, put him on the bench, and just let him let him watch watch him. And then when it's his time, let him step up. Yeah, I think watch I think watch showing that he's worthy of the position. At least, like if you, especially like if you have a like you said, there's a young kid. That's ready to be groomed for that starting position. I think Watcho probably earned the the right to at least at least have an opportunity to ha- to have the job. 
Yeah, for sure. Like, I, it's not something where I would be like, oh, man, we're going into the season with Watch with him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm no longer, like, think, looking at him as a, like, I'm not worried about him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's proven himself in the past couple of weeks. Um, all right, any hey, other? Michigan should, other... should be called up to the World Cup, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> the other contract that's up in the limbo for Chivas is Alexis Vega. And uh, I've seen a lot of hot takes on, on Twitter, in the Discord, like about how the team should handle the situation with Vega. They're like, why, why don't they handle it like they handle Gudinos and just bench Vega or not play Vega? But, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to waste one of your best players on your roster and just because he doesn't want to re-sign with you? It, it makes no sense to me. I don't even think that's legal to do, no? I think they and have Mexico to do it, like, it sh- like shush. Because I remember, don't you remember that, that Chavi got in trouble for it or I don't know how much in trouble he got for it but when, when they talked about Dembele not wanting to uh, resign yeah well that's that's like a, a professional a real league with real rules man <laughs> Liga MX <laughs> they don't care they, they've done it she wasn't done it remember they did it with Alanis where he where he, they send him to like the under 21 and then they send him to like Liga Senso you can say and do what you just... Uh, no, you can do it, but I don't think you can say it out loud. Oh, well, yeah, you don't say it out loud. Um, San- Santos did it with uh, San- uh, Munoz. They sent him to like the under-19 team because he didn't want to resign. And then they oh, sold him to Newcastle. And they sold him to Newcastle. Yeah. So, Liga MX teams do it all the time. I remember um, somebody added the, the Chivas del Norte Twitter account, and they're like, oh, what, what Chivas is doing with Gudinho is embarrassing. They're like, I don't think any other Liga MX team does this kind of thing and i was like here you go the link to the the santiago muñoz uh case with the santos and that's it they didn't reply again well i don't even see anything wrong with it to be honest well, like if you, you don't want to like if you don't want to re-sign with me and you're in a and like i'd rather play the guy that's going to be here next season and start giving him the opportunity for the job so you so you say bench vega well that's different we, we, we got no one that's going to be able to do that job <laughs> But as far as the Gudino and like someone like that, I have no problem with it. Oh well, yeah. No, the but... reason I don't bench Vega, the reason I don't bench Vega, well, I, I would say the difference in those two players are, like, you're getting from Wacho what you were getting, if not better than what you were getting from Gudino. Um, you're not gonna get better than what you than what you get from Vega. So the the point the point of starting Vega would be to try to convince him to stay. If you if you're gonna bench him, you're 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 breaking that relationship, and he's definitely not gonna resign. Like yeah. I'm not worried about the about the relationship between Chivas and and Gudinho. Right. Yeah, I think you know, and then if you look at other leagues, like you said, Luis, like um, look at Chelsea, right? Rudiger is going to leave for Real Madrid already. They're but they're still playing him. They're not going to bench yeah. him just because to hold a grudge. I think it's probably like the back of the nah, they want to win crap in the IMAX. Yeah, they want to win games. And you have like a. Chelsea has a bunch of players that are leaving, especially because of the situation they're going through, and they well, still play all Vega of them. Has said, I don't think Vega has said he's leaving yet, has he? No, but um, he has. He's still in negotiation. He's been like, he also has been sending like mixed signals to the team and fans. Because remember, I think in the first game where he scored scored that free kick, he like he was pointing at the badge and kind of like, "I'm staying here, I'm staying here," but nothing's happened yet. Yeah. But I mean, I, I feel like Chivas is probably also at fault. I think um, there are rumors that Monterrey really wants him and they're willing to pay him like two, three million 
and she was just like, "We'll give you eight hundred thousand." Like, <laughs> so we're we're broke. So I can't blame Vega for trying to negotiate something. They, you know? they gotta give him like ownership in the club or something. <laughs> I don't even think Amaury has full ownership of, of a club. So <laughs> I say stocks, but what could the stocks will be worth? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think I would want you a stock in my contract. <laughs> oh, what was I, I was going to say something. Um, something with Vega. Damn. Slip my mind. Wait, is he going to be with the national team? No. Uh, no, no, he didn't get called up for this one. I, I was going to say... Damn it, it just popped up in my head again. Um, oh, also I think Vega wants to work out a... Like a clause where he could leave to Europe, and Chivas does have that partnership with PSV, so I oh, think we sh- they should be using that to like be like, "Yo, just stay for six more months, or or resign for six more months, so PSV has to pay us for you, and then you can leave." Like, just make it that easy. I would say, if I'm Chivas, I say this: if you go to Monterrey, you're, uh, you're you can pretty much kiss your European dream goodbye. Oh yeah. That's 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 pretty much gonna be it. And if you want an example, just look at Pizarro. Mm-hmm. No matter the clause, no one, no team is gonna be able to pay what Monterrey is gonna pay you in Europe. And he's about to be twenty-five, so like, what? Who's gonna take a twenty-five-year-old I mean, Mexican yeah, player for X amount over, to be honest. money? Yeah, you have to leave this year, or else it's done. You're not going to Europe. Yeah. Unless he has like an incredible World Cup, then he might get a transfer to Europe. But he would have to do like something amazing in the World Cup. I hope if he goes, though, I hope it's because the team wants him. He just doesn't go like on a free. Yeah, I feel like those never work out. Yeah, it hasn't been working out for um Orbelin. He he never really settled himself. Hold, y'all forgot he went to Europe. Yeah. I think he had it like a couple of minutes, but he didn't really uh, work his way into the team yet. Yeah, if you if you're gonna go, you gotta go where the team buys you. They they mm-hmm. invest money in you. If you go on yeah. a free, then they don't they don't care about you. <laughs> All right, That's so the reality. Final... And then and then those teams get new coaches, and then the new coaches yeah. definitely don't care about you. Exactly, that's the problem. All right, so final verdict on Vega, resign him. <laughs> Wait, do I want? I want him to. Of course, I want him to resign. <laughs> what would we do without without Vega? Yeah, definitely. Give him, give him whatever he wants. I mean, we do have Pavel Perez. Pavel Perez, <laughs> and I guess we have the Cantero, but oh, that's another thing we didn't mention during the Lanya segment. Um, he he put a bouquet in the first team. That's true. Like that like something else, you know, something Lanya gave us. He gave us Beltran revival in the. Sergio Perez Bouquet on the first team who, who who has signs and shows like quality. I think the kid is going to be good. I think he hasn't really played under Cadena much, but we know what we have in him now. Yeah, absolutely. I was talking um, I was talking with Danny the other day on Twitter because it was after uh, Pablo Perez made his debut. Was it his debut? Has he, had he played before? Um, He had been called up, I think, but he hadn't played. Well, he scored the goal, and it's like, man, you look at it, this player, he's already 20, what, 23 years old? Yeah, 23. And then you hear of Organista, another player that, in Twitter spaces, I've heard a lot about, and then you know, mm-hmm. look at him, and he's like about to be 22 or 23, something like that, too. 
And it's like, man, so unfortunately these players aren't getting these opportunities. Like by 23, 24, making like it's crazy that they they don't get a first team opportunity when you hear so much about them. And I was saying that the ones like we definitely miss, especially a team like Chivas could use a, a Copa Mex. Yeah. Like we definitely miss it, man. That was a couple. That was a tournament where we would see these young players play play on the first team. Um, and then when and then once you do see them, I guess like say for example, say you see a young player on on in a cup like that and he performs so well. It almost like forces a coach to give him an opportunity, like in an act, like in a real game, in a league game. Uh, so it's unfortunate we don't have a cup like that because, like, I hear about so many players on Tapatio or on the or on the youth system. Like, you don't see them. You don't see them getting the opportunity at all. Hopefully, Cadena, since he since he knows them, could give them the opportunity. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, you know, you got Cadena who who knows the the youth squads, knows Tapatio. He, he's the one that brought up uh, Pablo Perez. Uh, and then we also got that new center back, uh, Chiquita Rosco. Yeah, how old he's is been he? Playing, he's been playing really well. I actually don't know how old he is. But I can find out right now. Where's Olivas? Is Olivas the starting too? No. He uh, he has um, Diva Sepulveda out there, who actually looks good again too. So Chiquita Rosco is 20 years old. Oh, there you go. And then... Diva Sepulveda has to be like like 23 probably. He's 23. And they're pairing them with uh, Iramier, who's having kind of like a little revival again. Yeah. Better. Uh, All right, before we do that. All right, so Vega, yes, we want Vega. Keep playing him. Offer him whatever the hell he's asking for and just get it done. We need him on the squad. Now we can move on to Ricardo Cadena taking over Chivas and this three-game win streak that we're on. We finally have entertaining football with Chivas, Luis. Yeah, well, we were kind of, sort of getting it, but I feel like, I feel like now you're seeing it played out through like ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not seeing those like the, like you said earlier those mental lapses between players. Uh, you're seeing, you're seeing, and you like the other day you were seeing him stay aggressive as the game was going on when, when you probably no longer needed to be aggressive. And I think I feel I was watching the because I was watching it in English, and I think that's the one thing Carlos was saying is like, man, look at this, look at him stay, he's staying aggressive where probably most coaches in Liga MX at two to one or three to one would just go defensive and not him. So that's the one thing like as a, as, a, as a rookie coach as a young coach. Like that's the one thing you want to see from him because I think that's how he's going to earn. If he is going to stay, that's how he's going to earn it, right? By showing that he's different than, than other coaches. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's what fans want to see. You know, you look if you listen if you had listened to the crowd against the Pumas game, that's the first time in a while that I heard the crowd, especially at at uh, Akron, like that lively. Like the crowd was singing, and remember we don't have Barras right now, so it wasn't even like the Barras that were leading the the chants and everything it was actually the whole stadium chanting and actually happy watching Chivas it had been such a long time that that kind of atmosphere had happened at Akron for a men's home game yeah they actually mentioned on the broadcast in English that uh they're like look they're actually we actually saw the wave yeah they're having fun fans were having fun at the game (laughs) and that and that's something that I think we've missed in a long, long time, and although we got maybe lapses from Leano's team, I've, it's something that we really haven't seen since Almeida was here. Yeah, and you're starting to see now. I think you're starting to see fans 
starting to believe in it again and, and, and maybe even the players too. Yeah, so the main the one main move that Garena did was new formation for us. We have a a five three two lined up now. I mean Lander tried it, didn't he? I feel like not, he tried five, it, but I don't, I don't think he think... tried a five man back one. I feel like he tried it, but he still he still stayed like defensive. Or was that other coaches I'm thinking about? Probably thinking somebody else. We probably went five in the back of Wilson Teach and like two defensive <laughs> midfielders. Oh, probably Wilson Teach, yeah. You might be right. Um, yeah, but Cadena's actually using the using a five back line, or you can even say a three back line the correct way. Yeah. He's actually yep. the wing the wing backs are actually offensive players and not defensive players. So he's not using Ponce, he's not using well Chapito's not there right now. Um, he's using he 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 put Chicote back into the starting lineup, and that's given life to Chicote Calderon again. Yeah, Chicote, another career revival right there for Chivas. Yeah, that's under uh, under Calderon. So that's the one thing that's that's a big difference is the formation and and when you use it the right way. I mean, it's it's a formation that I think has been pretty successful even with in the Mexican national team with La Volpe. And it's what broke out Andres Guardado as a wing back, and, and and you have to have those offensive players because you have three defenders and you have three center backs. So now why, why not be more aggressive going forward? Um, so I like it. I'm a, I'm a fan of the formation. Yeah, I was. I think I was talking to I forgot who I was talking to on Twitter, and um, you know, since I'm like the Bonsa the Bonsa stand, like someone added me, and they're like, "Do you still think Bonsa the, the should be starting?" And I was like, hell no, not not if we're actually going to let our wingbacks be offensive, like run up the field and let them not have to worry about tracking back as much. Like even Carlos Cisneros is looking good in the system. And Cisneros, his career was like in the, in the mud. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, like, should we keep Carlos Cisneros? I would have been like, no, get this guy off my team. Like, But now he's actually playing well. He looks good. I mean, I still so, kind of want him gone. <laughs> I mean, we Not, have no I don't know about necessarily gone, but I definitely want like I definitely want an upgrade there. Well, I mean, we could get somebody, sure, but yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like Chivas <laughs> still isn't gonna have money to bring in any players, so we might as well use what we have. I think I think Conde Brizuela would actually be even better than Carlos Cisneros, but he just hasn't been healthy under Cadena yet. So That's we true. We Con- haven't gotten Con- lucky. Would be, yeah, especially because he's used to playing as a right back, so. Uh, Maybe yeah. he's a little bit better defensively. Yeah, that he would be a good player to fit under that system. I think, yeah. And then I think um, Chapito and Ponce right now are washes. They come in for like the, they can come in for like last 10, 15 minutes of the game and try to hold it down in those positions. But as far as starting, I don't think Chapito or Ponce will be starting for Cadena if he stays for a while. Because like, I think that wing back, the offensive wing backs are working for him and there's no reason to deviate from it. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason. He's a, he's a new coach. He's a young coach. I think I feel like he understands what he has to do as a as a rookie coach. As a, as an interim coach, is appease the fans, appease you know, play the right play the right way. He can't, he can't go out there and just be defensive and winning. So I, I don't see Ponce or Chapita touching the starting lineup. Yeah, I don't think they're breaking back into the team anytime soon. And then midfield, he's been using Beltran, who like we mentioned, kind of came back to life on their año. And for some reason, it's still Sergio Flores, but like I told you, Sergio Flores, even Sergio Flores looked good one game against uh, Cruz Azul. So something, something's working. And I think Angulo also plays in the midfield for them. Yeah. Angulo's the other player. Yeah. And, and then Angulo looks good too. Like Alvarado. 
Alvarado and, and Vega up top. Um, yep. So no, I, I like it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of what I see so far. I mean, I saw like a little bit of the. I want to say a little bit of the Cruz Azul game. Uh, I don't remember seeing too much. What was the second game that they won? The Cholos game. I don't think I remember seeing too much of that game. I, mean, I saw most like ninety percent of those past games, and just from the little bit I've watched, uh, I don't. I don't know what are the fans saying about about Cadena about, about, as far as him staying. Have you seen anything as far as negative? Do they want a new coach, or are they yeah. happy with him? Or it, or does it all depend on what's gonna what's gonna happen throughout the rest of the season? Yeah, I think a lot of fans are gonna wait to like um, to see what we do in the in the repechaje or liguilla. Uh, like in the Discord and on Twitter, everyone everyone's all in on uh, Ricardo Cadena. Like they they love it. We're winning again. The team is fun to watch, so why not, right? But I think we should probably wait till we see how he does. Especially in, because in look, I, I, I've heard of. I've heard a lot of like, like in the Twitter spaces. I hear like some big names like Heinz or something like that, and I can, yeah. and I can I can't imagine what the, what kind of money they must want, mm-hmm. um, or even like a, a, a coach from South America. I, I gotta assume they're gonna want money, and I gotta assume that 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 Vergara's not gonna want to pay <laughs> pay a coach, especially when you have Cadena who's actually playing well. The team is winning. The fans seem to be happy. I, I, I gotta assume that he's gonna stay as the head coach, to be honest. Yeah, and then you know they're. I feel like even, Chivas right now is also they they're doing like the seventy thirty. They want to live by the seventy thirty rule. Yeah. So like, Cadena's the right coach for that. All right. Let's assume. Let's let's assume that I don't know win or 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 or, or draw on the weekend, right? That's the last game of the season, right? Yep. Friday night. Then they then they go to the, they go to the repechaje, and let's say they lose the repechaje. I feel like in those five games, Cadena would still have would have shown enough to where where the team is financially that they would keep him. To me, they were to me he's already done enough to where they're gonna want to keep him. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think just because of where the team is financially. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yet. I think, it, I think it comes down to how the team looks in that first Rabichaja round. If he gets out of Rabichaja and and the team looks good, then I think. Well, we can't, we can't sign Vega. Where to keep him? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the. I don't. I just, I just. To me, we just don't have the money. Unless, unless you're gonna bring in like another Liga MX coach off the carousel, off the coaching carousel. I don't. I don't I don't see like a big flashy name. I don't see like an Almeida, uh, Almeida coming back. Yeah, we should just say Almeida's not coming back to Chivas. Like, yeah. Off the bat, like we, I, I didn't even put that on the on the agenda, but yeah, that's not. Yeah, because it seemed like all the li- all the stars had a line. <laughs> Chivas <laughs> fired Leano. Almeida squares up with a fan. <laughs> Get- Pretty much gets uh, did he get fired or, or they mutually parted ways? They mutually with, parted ways. Yeah, with San Jose with the earthquakes and like all the stars aligned, and then Cadena started winning games. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly you forget about Almeida the free agent. Yeah, I've seen like he's going to Greece. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen Greece. I've seen Chile. Oh, but Chile what I too. haven't seen in the past week is Almeida and Chivas rumors, and I've seen no fan talking about it anymore. Well, I mean. I think it's just because a lot of like, well, the one the one source that I trust a lot is uh, Chapi right on Twitter, uh-huh. and she shut it down like in like three days. She's like, yeah, she's like, guys, don't don't get your hopes up. It's not gonna happen. So I was like, all right, that's it. It's done. We're not we're not getting Almeida. 
But I also think like there's an old saying in sports that winning cures everything. Yep. And I think that's what you're. I think that's what we've learned these last three weeks is if you just win, it just cures everything. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. So, Ricardo Carena. Yeah, I think. I think for me, I think it depends until what we do in repechaje. And you're saying that you think he's done enough. I think. I think. Just because of what, not not necessarily in my eyes, but I just think in Vergara's lives, in their life, where they are financially, he's done enough. Um, but to convince me 100%, I, I just want him to keep playing the aggressive style that he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, just be offensive. Fun. Just don't change. Just, yeah, just don't change your ways. Definitely. All right, let's go. All right, so we'll go over injuries at Chivas, and then we'll jump into Discord and Twitter questions. We got a bunch of stuff, actually. I forgot <laughs> to send screenshots in the chat. It's been All a right. while since the, since the Best League MX podcast <laughs> recorded, right? <laughs> the fans have been asking for it. That's true. They have been asking me for it. All right, let's go. Sergio Flores and JJ Macias are injured, but I think you said, Luis, that you Maybe both of them are back in training already, so they might be ready yeah. for the game on Friday against Nakaxa. Brizuela is also out injured. I don't, I haven't seen the timetable return for him. And then the last and most important injury I think on the list is Nene Beltran, who tweaked his knee against the game against Rayados at home because our pitch is freaking in such terrible condition that I'm surprised not more players have gotten hurt. While playing at Akron. Was that from, um, it was, they had a concert, right? The Coldplay concert. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he, he keeps, um, I think then they missed one or two games, came back, he got subbed off, and then came back again for this game, and he got subbed off, like, at the 56th minute, because, again, the same injury was nagging him again. So I think what, what they should do is just shut him down, don't play Friday night against Nagaxon no matter what. And even the national team sent him back to Chivas. They were like, you're not fit enough to play. You should go back to go back to Guadalajara and get rest. Yeah, he's not playing this game, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Friday night, I don't know if they're going to risk him, but I, if I was Chivas, if I was Cadena, if I was Belayas, I would say shut Beltran down until the Rebechaje round. Yeah. Get him I all think... the rest he can get. I want to say I read that when they sent him back from the national team. It pretty much, it pretty much shut down that he would play uh, against the Oh yeah, but yeah. Right. I think I think that's that the, I think that's the right decision. Yeah, like definitely. Right, like, yeah, it's shut him down. You got to protect your player. That's what they did. That's what they did with um JJ Macias, because I think he had the he had like a recurring injury and it, it, it instead of getting better, it just kind of kept getting worse and worse. So they shut him down for like the past three games. And now they said he should be available for the game against Magaxa. But um, I think he'll probably come off the bench again if if they need him. If they don't need him, then, again, don't risk him and wait for Rebechaje. Get yeah. everybody right for Rebechaje. Oh, somebody in the Discord said we're winning the title because Brizuela's injured again. And last time we won the title, <laughs> Brizuela was hurt. <laughs> and they're like, the stars are aligning. How how optimistic are you? Like, how far do you think Chivas can get? Me? Yeah, this season. I think, honestly, I'm 100%. I think Chivas can win it all, to be honest. The whole thing? 
Yeah, because let, let's 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 just nah. look at what you said earlier. Look at what you said earlier. How many games in the Leano did we give up in the final minutes of the game? Like we could easily, if you just change all those scores around, we could easily be in first place. <laughs> easily, easily be in first place. Probably undefeated, to be honest. No, but I, I honestly <laughs> think, especially in a in a in Liga MX, I honestly think you can win the whole thing. I think one because they have the talent. Two, if that's if they continue, I think they have to win this week, this weekend to to just continue to click and just continue to give the team confidence. If that is to happen, I. I mean, I I can't see. I try to think. Who, who who's in first place? Pachuca. Yeah. Um. Who's in first place? Pachuca. Pachuca's in first place. I don't really like when I look at those top teams, Tigres and Monterrey. Those teams really don't scare me, to be honest. Can they beat us? Do they have? Or like for example, Tigres. Do we have a Guignac? No. But as a collective, can we beat them? Absolutely. So when you say how far can we make it, I think if Chivas clicks and they're clicking at the right moment, they can win the whole thing. Is it likely? Uh-huh. Probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah, it was to happen, go. I'd be like, you know what? I think we have the talent for it. We have right, we have Alvarado, we have Vega, we have Beltran, we have this, we have the the defense is clicking. Watchos playing with confidence. Why not? All Listen, right, I'm looking look I'm at the looking team at the table. Look at the team that I made that one with. That was a good team. Bro, we had Fierro. Yeah, but they had like Fierro. Like, <laughs> we don't have a player like, as bad. Everything as went right. Starting. We don't have a player as bad. Oh, I was about to say. Starting. Alibar comes off the bench, but he's a, he's a bench problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have a bad player, a, a worse player than Fierro on, on this starting line. Yeah, so it's like, listen, it's all about clicking at the right moment. Look, um, what was it, like four weeks, five weeks ago, America was dead? Yeah. They were in last place, and look at them now. They click a few weeks later. Listen, a month ago, no one would have thought America could win a championship. And now they're probably like, oh, don't you don't want to face that team in the playoffs. <laughs> that's that's true. Just, bro, that's Liga MX. We did a Twitter space when they fired Leano. And I think it was you who said that we had, like, no, I always say we have no hope. But I think this time we really have no hope of making the <laughs> making the playoffs. So I, wrote, I wrote this team off. I said they were going to get, like, <laughs> Five points out of their last fifteen points possible. And look at us now, in seventh place. Chivas <laughs> and America are that. Look at us now. I mean. <laughs> All right. So looking at the table, uh, Chivas could end up even even in fourth place if like yeah. things go super right. But Listen, I, I, and I don't. I don't think the schedule works in Chivas' favor. To be honest, if yeah. You look but at I don't who, think... uh, who's the fourth? Atlas. Yeah. Atlas plays. They play a good team, no? They play Tigres. Oh. Yeah, but I I think making fourth place is the worst thing that could happen for this Chivas team. I think that week break would kind of kill the momentum that Chivas is on right now. So I think they should just keep playing like the rhythm they're in, like the just keep it going, clicking. Yeah, just don't take a don't take a. What would it be like a fourteen day break? Yeah, keep don't, keep don't it going. That. Keep it going because you can see them winning a championship. I think we can make semis. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the team has the experience to like the mental fortitude to make it to the final. It's it's a pretty young squad. We don't really have um 
They're probably like you know, I mean, it's probably like the oldest player on the on the squad. Yeah, but then like Vega has like let's say international experience. Yeah, but they don't uh, have like, Alvarado, Alvarado has, has championship it. experience. Yeah, and international experience. But then who else? We don't um, really have players with that fortitude or like uh, experience on the team. Yeah, but who has a midfielder as good as Menevita? Let's be honest. Hey, he is who <laughs> he he. Then I've been saying it forever. I think on the pod that Nene Beltran is who Tata Martino thinks Charlie Rodriguez is. No, that's big facts. <laughs> like I've been, I, I say it every every chance I get. Possible. Yeah, I never like, understand why he gets called up and then yeah. doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> like Nene Beltran is like the good version of Charlie Rodriguez. Like doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. I think this team can go to the semifinals. Um, I just think they don't have the experience yet. All right, if, but if they even go to the semifinals, right. right? And then you got to look at who, who I think we're playing. Yeah, I think that's what you yeah. got to look at is who you're playing. And I think based off how things can, you never know how things can land. And and you might get lucky in who you play in the semifinals. It may it might not be, I don't know who the team. Like I always want to avoid playing fucking Gignac. Yeah. Even though we beat him in the finals, I want to because I feel like he just wants to beat Chivas. Just because we beat him that one championship, yeah, he hates. So Chivas. I would want to avoid. I would want to avoid playing Gignac. Other than that, I wouldn't fear any of the other teams. To be honest, Rayados. Just because I think they're a good squad, but they can get eliminated. They by play, but let's say they get eliminated by somebody else, and suddenly we play. I don't know, fucking Atlas. I'll take Atlas. Yeah. It's just the only team that really pulled away is um. The two teams that pulled away are uh, Pachuca and Tigres. Yeah. Because even Puebla has 20... They, they finished with 26 points. They're only three points ahead of us. And and Gosh, Puebla, I think, is one point. of those teams that, like I said with Chivas, like, I don't think they have the experience of the fortitude. You know? I think... Although they are good underdogs, right? They had, like, those two or three years where they knocked out Leon and they knocked somebody else out. I would, so I would say the one thing know. that could hurt... Chivas, and I think it hurt Chivas when Almeida was there. Is maybe how young, like having a rookie coach in those situations. And I think it yeah, took Almeida a year to learn a, a, a falling out that one falling out to America to learn. All right, no playoffs got to be played a little bit different. Yeah, and but that might be. You know, where, you got uh, Cadena. Cadena's a league MX lifer. That's true. Well, he's been watching the league and studying the league for years, so. You would hope that he knew that going in. All right, so you got championship running Chivas, and I got semifinals running Chivas. I mean, we're both right there. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're just like one game apart. <laughs> I honestly, I think we'll win Repechaje, and then it depends on who we get in the in the second All round. All right, if it ended today, who would be our Repechaje team? If it ended today, we would play. All right, five plays twelve, six plays eleven, seven plays ten. Oh shit, we would play Atlético San Luis. That's dub. What did we do against them in the season? They beat us, I think. Did they? I'm pulling up the score right now. Oh, it was a two-two tie. There we go. That's probably one of those games we were winning and we gave up. Uh, let me see. Uh, nope. We were losing 2-0 and we came back 2-2. So 
So that's one of those games under Lanya where we didn't show up for the first half, but we, we showed, showed up for the, the second, second half. Yeah. They probably <laughs> scored like early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. It, it it just depends on who you get. Like you said, Liga MX, anything can happen. I think the only squad that I really wouldn't want to play either is the Eagles, like you said. Even like Pachuca is Pachuca's are leader and, and they're high up, but their team doesn't worry me as far as the Kinyak does. He's like the, he's the one player in Liga MX that's like a true difference maker. I mean, Victor Guzman, Poch has been on fire too. It's not Guignac though. <laughs> All right, let's, especially let's especially when you gotta add in how much he hates Chivas. <laughs> that's true. That man hates Chivas. Man. All right, let's see. Let's go to Twitter first from at Funny Fat Guy. The million dollar question: If Cadena makes it out of the repechaje, should he stay? I think he will. I don't yeah, know if I think he under should, that scenario, but I, think, he, he I think he's earned it, right? Let's say, yeah. the, like, we don't know what the result will be this week, but if he makes it out of Repechaki, then he won another game. He he would then he'd be out. Of, yeah, he. I think he would have earned staying. Maybe maybe you don't give him like a long two year contract, but I think you you give him an opportunity. Yeah, and maybe get him some players too. And again, to me, to me, it's really the way that he's playing with Chivas more than anything. It's no longer like a defensive, co- a defensive-minded coach, which is one of the things I was worried with Leandro getting fired. That would revert back to one of those old coaches. Yeah, that was a worry too. All right, so if he makes it out of Rapichaje, let's go, Mashat. Let's go. Next question. At Lalo1711, he says, I know for a lot of Chivas fans, the mindset is championship or bust. But what do you think is a realistic, positive result for this team and Cadena, given his short amount of time coaching them? All right, so a positive result. I would say a positive result would be making it out of Repechaje for him. Yeah. To where this team was literally three weeks ago, two weeks ago. To being yeah. pretty much out of playoffs to shit, they, to, to they won a playoff game and they made it out of the repechaje. I would say that would be successful for Cadena. I think getting to semifinals would be like success, success, but repechaje, I think would yeah. be good enough. Yeah. Especially because he's only had the team for like two weeks, right? Because we played three <laughs> games in one week. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally two weeks ago we were dead. <laughs> yeah, so he it's not like he's had it for a super long time. Alright, let's go with our boy Danny at Dudix Danny. He said, Is Luis predicting undefeated for the rest of the season? <laughs> and also thoughts on Chivas' formation change, fan of the five three two. I mean I don't see who's beating us. <laughs> <laughs> I already said I I can see us winning the whole thing. I'm starting to get that Almeida feel for the team <laughs> under Cadena. <laughs> so I could I could definitely see us go undefeated. I'm definitely predicting us to win the whole thing. Um, I'm no longer getting sleepy watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> and am I am I a fan of what the formation? The I'm a five three listen, two. Yeah. I'm a fan of any form. You can, look, it doesn't matter the formation if you're not using it correctly. You can play, you can play two in the back, but. Are you? Are you? Is then the five in front of them going to be all defensive? No. So like, I'm a fan of it because he's using it the correct way. He's using it in an offensive way where the wing. 
like two defensive mids, one defensive mid and then Manuel Tran. Uh, it's just a more aggressive. He's using it in an aggressive way, and and that I'm a fan of. Yeah, definitely. Same here. All right, let's go to at Jose underscore eight mad. He says, "What position? Oh, that's a good question. What position should be invested in during the off season, and what players should leave slash arrive at the club?" Um. So say say we had say Chivas had money. <laughs> we don't. We don't. <laughs> and this is definitely uh, like an imaginary question. <laughs> the two. All right. So top three positions you would bring in players for. All right. Striker. Agree. Um, I would say right that right wing back position. Yep. And then another position. I'm actually happy with everyone else on this unit. To be honest, mm. maybe another, maybe another. I would say another defensive center mid, but I don't really see them getting rid of Sergio Flores or Lalo Torres. Yeah, me neither. Um. I like some of those. I like some of like I like that they're giving the opportunity to the young players, like offensively, like uh, Buquets and and Pavel Perez. So, kind of want to see. I, I, honestly, I kind of want to see more of some of the, of the Tapatio players. But I would want to see like I want to see who can we get a striker though. I don't. I, someone said was it you who mentioned Henry Martin the other day in a Twitter space? I don't uh, want to see that shit. Well, it was rumored. No, I don't want him either. Yeah. But they're like we're gonna go after Henry Martin. I was like, oh god, just kill me now. Yeah, I hope that's not. I hope that's not real. Uh, we can't get. We can't get Jimenez, right? No, I don't think Santi Jimenez, uh, Chaco Son, I don't think he's eligible to play for Chivas because he was born in Argentina, and he he is Mexican because he plays for the Mexican national team. But I think it was by like naturalization, and I don't think that's technically oh, he, allowed. He doesn't for have Chivas. a parent that's Mexican. No, his oh, mom. I thought he, I thought I'm he had a mom that was Mexican. Mexican. I'm assuming his mom is Argentinian because they said none of his parents are Mexican. Oh, I always thought he had a parent, like his mom was Mexican. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, okay. So that's why he can't play for Chivas. Then we're going to have to sign like Marcelo Flores or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, what other realistic option as a striker is there? I don't really know any. all, All these... Mexican strikers that we have in Mexico are washed. Like none of them are good. There's no good options. Like I guess the Masia, only one we have to be, pray uh, Masias works out. Lalo Aguirre. From oh, and Ludo. Yeah. yeah, maybe he'd be an Does option. Does he even play that much? I don't even know if he got much playing time against. I don't think he, I'm not. I'm not sure either. I think last season he scored enough. So <laughs> I remember him scoring enough. But um, maybe that's a player. And I think he got called up to the national team. No, he's going to be there at the game tomorrow. I think. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think he is. All right, so you can scout him tomorrow. I'll scout him. I'll let you know if he's, <laughs> if he's Chivas material. Um, and then we have the the two the two Mexican options in um in MLS. We got Chicharito. We got Pulido. But I don't think either of them come back to Chivas. Definitely not. I know Chicharito. We cannot afford Chicharito. I think he makes like three million dollars or something in in Galaxy. So that's a dub. And Pulido, I think, just ended things. I think Pulido hates Pelaez, so he's not coming back. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, I remember there was um, yeah, because at one point it was like a strong rumor that Pelaez had gotten fired, and then Pulido on his Instagram account put up a story where it's like he he put like a 
a black screen and just type a uh, letter uh, type typed out um ojalá que sea verdad and like a, a bunch of laughing emojis and like that was that was definitely in, in reference to maybe Palaz having been fired by Chivas. Like, you know what I would love to do? I would I would love to invite like Pauline on the podcast one day or someone that watches that, that knows like these Tapatio players or these oh, like, yeah. Fuerzas Básicas players, someone who just to not even maybe give us more in the depth about Pavel Perez and and um Organista who's with Tapatio and, and to see do we have like a striker in the in in the academy that we could look forward to in the next couple of years or 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 a right back, you know what? Just these different positions, just to give us like a little bit of scouting report on players. Supposedly, there's a right back, but he hasn't gotten time. I I know they've mentioned I forget who it is. What's the what's the kid's name? But supposedly there is a right back in in one of the lower teams that we have. Olin has tagged me in a Ricardo Flores. Uh, he made a thread about Pavel Perez a couple months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was even before too. the season, and it was about whether he, why he would be a, a good fit for Chivas. Maybe we can invite him on a podcast. Yeah, we can try that. Um. All right, and then let's get to the second half of this question. Like players on the roster that need to leave. Um. I have the. I pulled up the Are Chivas roster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna go by position. So. All right. Uh, the three goalkeepers we have Raul Gudinho, Wacho Jimenez, and then um, Rangel from Tapatio. All right, so, so Gudinho's gotta gone. go. Yeah, Gudinho's gotta already go. gone. We keep Wacho and we keep Rangel. Yeah. All right, the uh, defense we have Juan Aguayo, uh, Pollo Briseño, Chicote Calderón, uh, El Chiquete Ortiz. Uh, I don't even know who that is. I don't think he even plays. All right, Iramier, Luis Olivas. Chiquete Orozco, Miguel Ponce, Chapito Sanchez, Tiva Sepúlveda. I, this is, I'm not going to talk about the players. I have no clue who they really are. I would say <laughs> Boyo has to go. Yep, agreed. He's out there fighting teammates in a game he didn't even play in. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them didn't play, bro. Boyo <laughs> <laughs> has to go. They're fighting over who's more trash. Uh, then Magallon. Yo, what happened to Magallon? Who? No, what was his name? No, not Magallon. What's the other left back that we had? Left back? That um, we had loaned out to that Pumas and he oh, returned? Um, Mayorga. Mayorga. Where, where's like, Mayorga? On loan or, or they bought him? On loan, but I think with an option to buy. I was going to say, Ponce can go, and under this system, he can come back. Oh, that's true. Mayorga um, would work in this system. Um, Damn. I would say I Chapito. I have to agree with Ponce. <laughs> I would say Chapito would have to leave, or see it's it's weird because like you would have to you have to replace them. You have to bring someone in that position. You can't just let Chapito leave without having having someone to that can actually play the position. Well, I mean, if he leaves under this system, it would be. I mean, he wouldn't even play though. It would no, be Carlos Cisneros and Conejito Brizuela fighting for that position. Yeah, but you still want to have a defensive option, a defensive for the option. last ten. 10, yeah, minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah. You want to solidify the game. You want to bring, like, you can bring in Ponce and Chapito. Yeah, but, um, but I feel like if I want Chapito to go, but we have to replace him with somebody. I don't know who that somebody is though. All right, so we only get rid of Foyo Briseño. 
Oh, and you want to get rid of Ponce? Ponce and bring back uh, Mallorca. Damn, I'll get rid of. Uh, I would get rid of Pollo. I think I would keep Ponce. No surprise. Course, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the fans aren't surprised you said that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to midfield. Midfield, we got Piojo Alvarado, Canelo Angulo, Fernando Beltrán, uh, Perez Buquet, uh, Conejita Brizuela, Carlos Cisneros, Sergio Flores, uh, Molina, Pablo Perez, and Alan Torres. Lalo Wait, Torres. what Molina? Jesus Molina. He's on the roster? Yeah. What? Did, what wait, what happened to him? Torres he got Lisa. hurt, right? That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's painful. I feel bad for that, man. <laughs> Um, that's but, what it was in the torn ACL. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely not playing again. Nope. That's why I'm surprised he hasn't retired. I'm like on five months and I can't even I can't jog or anything. No recovery. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's bad. Um. So okay, so Molina has to leave. Yep. And although he's playing well, like you said, I feel like just to upgrade the position because I don't because you can't bring in players without letting certain some of these players go. It would have to be either Conejito or Cisneros. I would get rid of Cisneros. Yeah, and then upgrade the position. I mean, I don't... probably up the value, right? Maybe somebody might actually want to. Somebody buy him might want him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like a Mazatlan or something. Somebody. I want to keep. Obviously, Buquets. I want to keep all all the other players. I mean, in a realistic world, I would love an upgrade over Sergio Flores. I think Lalo Torres can be an upgrade over him, but. But that doesn't mean that there's no spot for him on the team. Yeah, but it won't happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I would say realistic, I would say Molina's gone. And maybe Cisneros gone. Yeah, those two would be the guys that I kick off the team. Or Cisneros might play so well and, and Cadena might want someone young that maybe Brizuela's gone. And then Flo sheds a tear. Part of Flo died. <laughs> You know, he may already be dead. We don't know, but <laughs> if he's alive, a part of him will die. <laughs> I gotta retire my uh, Conejita Brizuela jersey, damn. Bro, can you imagine flow Chivas without Conejito, without Chicharito, Marco without Marco Fabia? <laughs> he got no one else to root for. <laughs> nah, he's a Beltran fan. <laughs> Alright, forward. These are weird. I don't all right, I don't know what kind of roster this is, but it has like names that I'm pretty sure aren't on the team anymore. But I'll go with whoever I know is on the roster for sure. We got Cesar Huerta, we got JJ Macias, Alexis Vega, Angel Saldivar. All right, Saldivar gotta go. Huerta and Cello gotta go. Yeah, Huerta gotta go. Um, JJ, I don't know if you give up on JJ yet. No, not yet. Just because he has no value, right? And he hasn't been healthy since he came back from Spain. Yeah, so like if you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of him, at least try to at least try to like increase his value like you did with Cisneros a little bit. And there's no but, other there's no real striker option to replace him anyways. Like Yeah, but Salvi was going to like second division. <laughs> <laughs> like dude, he, bro, he's not getting a first team. He's not he's not gonna be a for uh, a first division player. Nah, what about second so. division for sure? No, what the? You think he, he can get a first good season in Mazatlan? Like right. if you go, yeah. if you go to a bad enough team, like you might actually look good, and I think that's the case with Huerta. That's like someone got to score the goals, right? Yeah, where he was like on such a trash Mazatlan team that he actually right, so looked like a good player. 
All right, so send them to the worst, <laughs> the worst team in the league. I mix. Like, send them to last, West Beach. Who's last place right now? FC Juarez. There you go. Send them to uh, what's his name? Tuca Ferretti. Well, he loves old players. He would love Fabio. <laughs> Experi- experience, experience, league. I veteran. Juarez, Querétaro, and Cholos are in la- the last bottom three. Yeah, you remember when people were begging that he would take the national team? Tuca. Yeah. Nah, hell no. I remember. I mean, no, I'm it saying it happened get, though. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, people wanted. People than... were hopping. Were bro? People were begging that. And oh, and then there was people that would hope that he would come to Chivas after Tigres. Bro, and we were uh, like, this... no hell, and we were like, hell no. Um, I do, I do the Charo La Chiva with uh with Gabby and Danny in Spanish uh-huh. before the games, and when Leang got fired like there's a couple of fans that were like oh yeah I think I want I want Duca Ferretti and like I, I would have to mute myself I was like what the like nah nah I, you I, want Duca Ferretti at Chiba I was like what is wrong with you yeah like he's like <laughs> I think it's proven that why he was successful at Thetis yeah he had money in the roster like <laughs> yeah and so, suddenly you give him you take away all that LA and like last place yeah, like his defensive style, whatever it is, that shit, that shit don't work. Um, yeah, well, that's fucking crazy that they would want him at Chivas, though, even though yeah. he's in last place. I didn't get it, but I guess fans just can't get over like the championships. You can't; they don't understand those championships belong to Guignac. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go. Now we're going. Nah, to but hold score. on. I just want to say one more thing. There's a lot of people in those Charas Chivas that are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I be I be listening to those serious faces now. Man, I want to like. I wish they added the thumb down. I'd just be thumbing the shit out of it. Like <laughs> thumb down, thumb down. Like some of those people, they're they're they're, they're ridiculous, man. Nah, some people have horrible takes. So yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and you guys just sit there and just listen to it. I just be I just be on mute. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't. I can't. I can't rebuttal this because I'm gonna. I want, I want like, Gabby to just step in and like shut up, so shut somebody up one day, <laughs> like just kick them off, just like mid sentence as we speak, and just kick them off. Oh man! All right, let's move on to Discord questions. We did all the Twitter questions. Thank you, everybody on Twitter. We'll go to Discord at Buzzy fourteen. He asked me, "Am I still up on to stand?" <laughs> I am, but I understand. Why now Chicote is the right left back for this team? You know, before, you know, everybody had to understand that Ponce was the better option. But now, under this system, Chicote is definitely the guy for the job. Uh, let's see. At OD on Discord, said, How far in playoffs does Chivas have to go for Cadena to remain in charge? I just think he has to make it. We, we said he has to make it past Rapichaka, right? Yeah. That's the standard. All right, let's go. Next question. Ever1017 said, if not Cadena, then who? Zinedine Zidane is still available. <laughs> Almeida is still available. <laughs> that's what we're basing now. No, that's the thing. Right. Like, I don't know who. Like, I, I feel like, well, I feel like as, as a fan, you want to hope that your team has money. Yeah. You want to hold like sure, surely we can afford this guy, or but then, but no, we're broke. <laughs> hey, we can't like, even resign Vega, like you said. We're gonna, yeah, it's one player, and they can't resign him. And we're gonna and think about it, you got to assume that you got to hope that like Molina is gonna retire, so that money comes off the books. 
Like you gotta go. You should be, actually, so, yeah. actually, they should go. That should be what I should be doing. Trying to convince them <laughs> to retire, so that the, so that that money can be used towards resigning Vega. Mm, all that money so they I don't wasted know. on Oribe and they can't pay Vega. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Come on. Yeah, so I don't know who who. Like, I don't know what a realistic option would be to be honest. Yeah, neither. I'm I'm not really in the know. I know a lot of people. Are, um, they're saying Liline from Pumas, and then uh, what's the uh, Puebla's coach's people, name? Hold on, didn't people want the guy that that Leon just fired when they signed? Yeah, him? yeah. And suddenly they look at that, they just fired him. But it went. I, I was listening to a little bit of the Lions Den pod, and I think they said he, he kind of he lost the locker room just because, and then it all just fell apart on the field because they were doing okay. Yeah. Um, I think like like you said, like three weeks ago, I think. Gotti tweeted out like something like um pain for the Leon thing and and they were like in oh, seventh place. <laughs> I was like I was like we're in like tw- like fifteenth or whatever. I was like you don't know pain. You don't know real pain. <laughs> and then now I went back this week. I was like damn, but look how the the tables turn. <laughs> <laughs> we're above Leon now. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, but that's Leon, man. To be honest, yeah, I feel like we go through this shit every season. Mediocrity, the mediocrity league. Every season we've said there's a point where like, oh, we're not making the playoffs. This this will be the year we don't make it. And it's going to be embarrassing when we don't make the playoffs. <laughs> and then they win like two games at the very end and they're like top eight. My my theory my theory still stands that it's impossible to miss a repechaje. Chivas almost proved me right. Even America <laughs> tried. America tried to prove me right. It's impossible except for the teams that do miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're, a, a, if you're supposed to be a good team. Yeah. Bro, I, I think America has shown, like, how bad the league is. Yeah. Like, they were dead last. <laughs> dead last when we played them. And now they're, what, like, a fifth place, sixth place? Yeah, they're fifth. Potentially a top four. They'll potentially make it in as a top four team. Maybe, yep. Wow. Um, all right, let's go. Oh, OD again, he said, how to strengthen the team for next season. I mean, if we have money... Ideally, like we said, a right back, a striker, and then maybe like another center back. Maybe, maybe. I, I think what's gonna happen is I think Belice and Amaldi are gonna see what Cadena's doing. They're gonna understand that he that he knows the young players, and they're not gonna sign anybody. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna sign anybody. The fans are gonna be the signing again. Yeah, because look, if we had the money to sign somebody. Sign a player, then we would just re-sign Vega. But it might, it might be Vega just doesn't want, to, just wants to go to Europe, or he, or he's gonna go to Monterrey and get paid. Yeah, because we don't have the money to sign him. <laughs> we don't have the money well, to pay him. We don't have the money to match Rayados' offer, and so that's like so none, none, of, none of the teams in Liga MX besides Theaters and Rayados do that. Like that's not really our fault either. No, but if we if we were if we're thinking about refuerzos. And buying new players, and that money can just go towards paying Vega, which I think would be the smarter investment. Because where are we going to get another Vega? Yeah, that's true. So I think create one. Yeah, I think they're going to give opportunities to the young players. I'm going to. I see an off season, maybe a small signing, or maybe like some under the radar signing. But I don't see like a big name, like Eric Ayer there or something like that. Even though he's linked to Chivas every year. Word. All right, let's go to the next question. Um, 
the groovy one says do we need a goalkeeper or does Jimenez have it on lock um, I think we're probably going to stay with Wacho yeah we've done enough right yeah to get one I, full season I think he has it on lock and I think I think that's another, that's another thing when you look at do we have the money it's like why would you waste the money on a goalkeeper well his his contract's actually coming to an end at the end of the year too who Wacho yeah, they have to you better accept whatever. You better accept, you better accept the pennies we're about to offer him. <laughs> he ain't Bro, he's going to go get paid. Listen, he ain't getting a starting job anymore. He better accept these $10,000. <laughs> if not, he can be gone too and we'll play with the young Tapatio guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think I think, I think think it's Watcher's job for next season. I think he's fine. Yeah, I just think if, let's say we have the money to sign one player. I feel like it should not be wasted on a goalie. Watch it. Watch it can be good enough. Yeah. All right. Next question. Um, Carlos says, what strikers are the best option in case we try to look for one? I mean, like you said, I think Mula Gator is the only one I could think of that would, would be good. There aren't really many options in Liga Max when it comes to strikers. Yeah. And it's like you can you can think of like young players or maybe players who... who like a U21 national team player or U20 national team player that is maybe barely starting to get minutes. But but those aren't trustworthy, man. Look at Ronaldo. Yeah. Like, when we signed him, like, he was a pretty good prospect coming out from Santos. Not just from Santos, but, like, as a national team prospect. Yep. And he didn't do shit for us. Well, we never gave him the opportunity, but... That's true. He just um, scored a goal for Atlanta yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, I seen that the other day. Yeah. yeah. That's how bad that MLS is. And people still <laughs> beg Chicharito. Beg for Chicharito. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, the product of terrible defenses. But anyway, um, I, th- I don't see, like, at least I've seen Aguirre, like, get first team minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, you know what? We can give him a chance. All right. Let's go to the, the next Santa, question. The Jimenez one hurts. Oh, no Santi Jimenez, yeah. Not eligible for Chivas. We can bend the roll a little bit. Get Henry Martin as far away from Chivas as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. Like, no, no please don't do that. That's 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 like Oribe 2.0. Yep. Just waiting to happen. Oh, man. Please don't let that happen. All right. Uh, Lalo on Discord says, what is your favorite Chivas kit? That's a good question. Why is it a good question? My favorite Chivas kit. Um, I really like the Centenario kit. That's a nice the one, one. The one with the Globo Neon crest on the in the middle, like huge. Yeah, that's a nice one. I I really like that one. I don't have it. Uh, I like I always keep an eye out for it, but I don't own one. But yeah, I think. I mean, I have I have the one with the with the little star on top. Um, the that one after the championship, yeah. No, it was, I think it was a Puma one. Oh, you mean the most recent championship? Yeah. Oh, okay. The one that had like, like a had like a little pattern on the stripes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like the just the just the just the plain like red and white. Just like the actual, like, the, their, their regular home jersey of red and white stripes. Like, I just love it, man. I yeah, do like, I like, the, I, I like one of their white ones. 
I've never been a fan of their blue jerseys. I have like their I dark like blue, couple. like the dark blue Chivas jersey. I've just never been a fan of those. I hated the one that had like lime green in it. The black and green one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Huh. I think. Yeah, I think I have to go with the Centenario jersey. That was nice. Or even the most recent one, the one, the one hundred fifteenth anniversary jersey. That one was nice too. Oh wait, that's wait, is that the one I have? That's the one with the big ass like old school Chivas crest on the. Oh, I do have on, that one on the side. Oh, but and I haven't opened that white, one though. White it's and plain. In the bag. <laughs> yeah, just plain white and red stripes. I do like that one. That's why that I, was pretty nice too. Actually, that's the only one I've ever paid money for, so it's got to be that one. <laughs> and then yeah. I bought the one. Well, I bought the one that they wore. Well, it was the one where they were when they won the, the, when they beat Toronto in the finals because I bought it at the stadium. Oh, okay. And I, and, I, and I had the eleven. Was it twelve star? Eleven star on the, on yeah, the, the on top. So that one was nice. And then yeah, I bought the the hundred fifteen anniversary one. Yeah, those those are my top two. Like, she was home jerseys, and then. I really like the uh, the green one they came out with, the one that looked like a Mexican national team jersey. I have that one. Oh yeah, that was cool. That was nice. That one. If if I had to pick like an alternative Chivas jersey, that was my favorite. I would go with that one. Yeah, that's. I'm looking at it right now. That's a nice one. Their black yeah. and green one was terrible though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good question, Lalo. Let's go. Keep going. Notorious GIO says. Um, refuerzos or keep using Cantera I think realistically we're going to keep using Cantera right we can't afford refuerzos we're poor yeah and I think that's what isn't that what like excites fan, like fans like Pavel Perez comes in and makes his play Perez Bouquet does what he does like Cantera like, what, one what excites players what excites the fan base two is you're bringing them up under your own system Whatever yeah. system that may be, and, and in this case, Canada knows the players. That that's just what like that's that's what gets the club happy. Like if you look at Barcelona with Xavi, it's like all these young players he's bringing up from the Cantera. It's not the Dembele what he's doing or the players that they're buying. It's man, look at these young players and what they're doing, and, that, and that's what like gets the uh, the fan base excited again. But I mean, like just to play devil's advocate, when the last couple of times we have one. The championship or the league, we have like a majority non cantera roster. So just something to keep in mind. Like if you go back to the Almeida team, I think we had yeah. like three or four canteranos on it. And so then like if you go Piero back to O like seven yeah. if you go back to O six, O seven, I think it was the same case. We had like four three or four canteranos. Like we don't really win championships with our with our cantera, but I do, I do get what you mean when you mean like, um, like, it feels special when the players come out of our system, right? There are guys, there are players, you know, they they know what Chivas is. So like, I get like why, Cantera players are like romanticized in the way. Yeah. Plus, I think, it, it, I feel like if you're gonna bring refuerzo, like it's gotta be like the right refuerzo. Like I yeah. do think Alvarado was a good refuerzo, but. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring in just a player just because he's from coming from the islands. Like, it's got to be like if you're gonna bring a player, it's got to be like a player that's like national team worthy. Yeah, agreed. 
or it looks like on the cusp of it. Yeah. You know, like we have like Chicote, we have we have Angulo, who are kind of like players that are on the cusp of national team, but not yeah. not quite there yet, or they might never be there, but they're almost worthy of it. Antuna was one. No, but... I think they had. I think they had been called up. To be honest, probably some friendlies. Angulo has. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think she. I think Chicote has. had been called up to a friendly. Oh, I right. feel like they oh, both were it? when they were at uh, at Nicaxa. At Nicaxa? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know that I know they did the the youth squads. And Angulo even went to the Olympics, so. Yeah, I just seen. Yeah, just he did play for Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played in 2019. He appeared in four games. Oh shit! Nice. Who was that? Chicote or Angulo? That was with Chivas. Wait. Oh no, that must have been with Nicaxa. Chicote, I'm talking about Chicote, yeah. Oh, yeah, that had to be with Nicaxa. Yeah, because he arrived in 2019. Yeah. So. Alright, let's see. What else is he going? Uh, what position do you think we are ending at? And how far are we making it realistically? I think... I think we're going to be... Top 8. I think we're going to get a home Rebichaje game. Yeah, I'm, I think we're top 8. And that's what we, I think that's what we, pre- we predicted, right? We said we'd it's be like a 6th through 8th. I think we predicted 6th to 8th. So, we're right there. I could there. see us jumping, let's see. I could see us jumping Cruz Azul. Because Cruz Azul plays America, and they're the two teams that are in front of us. Okay. So, I could see us jumping one of them. If they tie, we can jump both of them? Yeah, if they tie, we jump both of them. Oh, no. Is it based off goal differential? We would have to score a couple of goals. Yeah. To pass America. Yeah, we would need to score four in the side. Yeah. Our offense ain't that good. Or maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Play Nick who's right behind us. Oh, yeah. They're they're doing pretty good, too, I think, at the moment. Yeah, so that they're would be good. on fire. Look, I think, I think the important thing in this match is forget where you finish, like whether you pass close or whatever. I think it's just win the game because you're mm-hmm. beating a team that, that's that's there fighting also. So it'll be a good win handing into the Giant. So you might even get them. The fifth, yeah. sixth. Yeah, if you beat Nagaxa and San Luis jumps them, you can play Nagaxa the following week. Didn't that happen before? Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's happened. No, it happened. We When we... I think it was America? the season we beat America. Like yeah. We played Nagaxa the last week and then we ended up getting Nagaxa and Repechaje and we beat... We beat them twice. Yeah, so, so San Luis so was to win and we beat Nakaxa. They would jump them. Or even a, even if Nakaxa, even if San you Luis. Know, you know what's dumb that I hate? That they don't play all these games at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's stupid. They should play. They should just play them all at the same time. Yeah, that's Chivas so play. Oh, should you have played Friday? Yeah, Friday night. That's what I'm saying. Oh, sure. Like, we're going to have to wait till. Sunday night or maybe even Monday because they be playing games on Monday night. Um, like we won't know who no, we there's play. No, there's no Monday game, but for example, San Luis. San Luis is one of those teams, and they play at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, so yeah, we won't know till Sunday night who we play. And Leon is in 11th place right now, and they play like at 9 p.m. that night. Oh wow! Yeah, goes down to the wire. Yeah. Shit, Leon could get knocked out by Toluca. Yep. Toluca, shit, Toluca could, yeah, Toluca would jump them if they beat them. 
Yeah. Leon's that'll playing be, for their life. That'll be an interesting match at the end. But then again, look at that. But then again, look. If the lookup if the lookup beats them, they have enough points to jump Leon. But then again, there's like three teams in between them. And by the time mm-hmm. the lookup plays that game, they might have no reason to want to play it. Like they might be eliminated. Yeah. And then they can just and that could give them like they can make the game real easy for Leon. Yeah, so, all yeah, the games should be played. It is at the pretty same stupid time. that they're not played at the same time. Yeah, or at least the the games that directly affect each other. Yeah, which which is like half of the games though. All right, let's see. Next question, Carlos again in Discord said, "Would this season be different if we had a different coach in the beginning, or would we still be a mess?" I think we kind of talked about it. Um, I just think it's clicking now, right? Yeah. Now it's clicking. We saw signs and like flashes of it with Lanyu, but now it's kind of clicking. So I yeah, think, I, s- I don't ahead. know how different. I don't know how different like our standing would be on the table, but um, I think it's better that it happened this way because League MX is all about picking up momentum at the right time, and and we're picking up momentum at the perfect time to make like a push in Ligia. Yeah, I I just read that. I think it was Sergio Flores who said, because I think they asked him about it, like what's the difference between Leaño and Cadena, and he said he said that it's pretty much really they're working they're working on the same thing, which is being organized in, in their formations and and more aggressive going forward. He's like it's pretty much what we've been working on all year. Yeah. So I don't really like you might say it, we might just have hit the point where the team is clicking, and maybe Cadena put the formation in place and put. The, some of the right players in, pay, in place to make it click um, but I do think that it's something that they've worked towards the whole season and now you're starting to see it like oh now now they can do it for the full 90 minutes I mean it's also yeah. been what a, three games so we gotta we gotta wait and see with this game also yeah I think this is the biggest test so far for Cadena especially like the Rebecca playoff implications it has yeah now you're no longer going in like as a surprise Mm-hmm. You're going into this game with expectations now. Yep. You're going into this game where Nikaxa knows how you're going to play, and so it'll be interesting. All right. And the last question for the day at Soccer Sauce on Discord said Who do you think will be the first player from Chivas to sign for PSV? I mean, I'm assuming now after this partnership because we've had players sign for PSV. Mm-hmm. Um,. I would have said Vega if he was under contract. He's not. Um, I see maybe Nene Beltran. That's that's what I was gonna say. Right? Maybe Nene Beltran. If he keeps playing the way he is, I think he'd be a a great fit at a team like PSV. Maybe one of the maybe one of the young center backs. Oh, that uh, too. Um, Could be Alves. one of the young center backs. Uh, Orozco. Maybe even Tiba. But I think Thiba's not that good. I think Thiba's regaining his confidence, but he has like a more backup this time. You know, he had the center, the the defensive center made in front of him, and then he has Orozco and Mier to help him out, kind of. I like Oliva's ability to play the long ball. Pause. Yeah, but he hasn't been playing. Yeah, he hasn't been playing. I gotta see more of the the, the new kid, the young kid. But I can yeah, see he that he's been good. I can see like that being one of the positions at the center back, and who knows? Maybe, maybe it's none of these guys. Maybe it's someone that's that's in Tapatio right now. 
But hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> Nene Beltran. What did yeah. you say? So maybe he's guacho. <laughs> Man, hopefully, maybe Nene JJ. Beltran can actually get us like some money. Yeah. Maybe JJ finds his form next season and then we sell him. Nah, they're not falling for that shit again in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> not again? Nah, they're not falling for it. Did Hitapi get relegated? I have no clue. Because, bro, I'm telling you, when I watched those games, <laughs> they were worse than Chivas, and we were shit. Bro, Hitop is in 15th place. They're not even getting relegated. They should have gotten relegated. They can't? Oh, no, they can't get relegated. I mean, they, no. They well, can. Many, they can. I don't know how many games are left in La Liga, but they're five out of relegations on right now. There's four games left. Damn, did they get better after Macias left? They got a, they did get a new coach, right? I think they did, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit, look at Real Betis. No wonder fucking what's the name doesn't play. <laughs> Diego Lainez are actually Diego good. Diego Lainez, yeah. No, yeah, they're actually pretty good this this year. They're in fifth. Battling for that Europa Europa League spot. Wait, where's um Aguirre? He's at, is it Gran, Granada? I actually don't know. Oh, he's trying to get them out of relegation? He's in one of those teams. Probably. probably he's at, oh, he's at Mallorca. He got them out of relegation. Oh, yeah, because he beat Atlético Madrid. Oh, yeah. He's doing it again. He's saving, saving small club. clubs from relegation. He fumbled the bag with Monterrey, though. Oh, and he and he beat Alavés over the weekend. All right. Oh, that's the last place team. <laughs> All right, Luis. Anything else before we wrap up? We have an hour and thirty-eight minutes. Can nah, we... I think we. I think I think we pretty much covered. When when you miss as many weeks as we have, <laughs> I think we pretty much covered everything. All right. So, if anything, we'll try to do a Twitter space on Monday, or. I'm, I'm not gonna say Friday night because Friday night's gonna be hard. The game's late, right? The game's like at ten. Yeah, it's probably like at ten o'clock. But um, yeah, let's yeah. Let, let's do either Sunday night or Monday night. Maybe Sunday. Well, I was gonna say Sunday night. Maybe after all the games are done. After we know who we're playing. After we know who we're playing. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. That way we can talk about who. Yeah. So Sunday night. Sunday night. What's right. the time last game? Let me see. Hold on. I had the. I have the schedule up right now. Which one did I say was the last game? It was Santos and Leon. No, Leon versus Toluca play at 9. So it had to be like 11 p.m., like 11.30 oh, Eastern. I mean, I'm awake. I don't know if you're awake. I'm kind of awake. <laughs> and now we can do Monday. We can do Monday night. We'll All do right. Monday night. Monday night tourist face then. All right. Yeah, we'll do so... like a 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. West Coast. I forgot what that name would be. California yep. time. 6.30? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. All right. Whatever. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. We are out. Peace.